Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Jennifer Rizzio, founder of Soul Language, and this is Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based of freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today I'm talking with Amanda Tracy about understanding your home loans. Amanda has enjoyed being a licensed naturopathic doctor since 2005. She's helped build an award-winning wellness center in Massachusetts and in 2021 took the opportunity to relocate to Northern California wine country and transition her practice online. She loves helping patients with various health challenges. However, her unique knowledge and passion flourishes working with women who feel their bodies are in chaos because of hormone imbalances, sleep issues, stress, or anxiety. Her current practice is focused on these areas, guiding women over 40 to navigate hormone changes with ease to fully enjoy how they look and feel in both her one-on-one sessions and group programs. Her Solve Your Menopausal Puzzle program teaches women to recognize the symptoms of hormonal changes, how to balance hormones naturally before and after menopause, and how to thrive with more energy, deeper sleep, and a kick-ass good mood. Hello. Hello. So I, good morning. I always start with my first question, which is what has your soul share with you throughout your journey? Um, My soul has uh, continuously taught me to pause and listen. I'm very analytical by nature and very organized and make a lot of lists. And I function really well in this physical, fast paced world, which works to my detriment sometimes. Uh, I can go too far in that area. And my soul frequently pops in and, and, and reminds me to take pause and to, especially if I'm veering off course away from what my feeds my soul. I've learned over the years to recognize when that pause is needed sooner. And I'm so grateful for it. I love that. That's amazing. So, okay. Hormones is a very big subject, right? But how does a woman, especially over 40, know that her hormones are causing her some mm, struggle? Sure. And it can be a complicated issue and a little bit difficult to recognize. Uh, There are some more obvious signs that women might recognize if they are having periods and they may notice that their periods are actually changing. They may be becoming heavier or changing the time of the month that they arrive and they might be longer or they may um, start being kind of like what we remembered our periods being like in our teenage years, like heavier and more cramping. But then there are some more subtle symptoms that I'm, that's what I see more women coming to me for when there's a collection of more subtle symptoms that develop over six or 12 months, gradually feeling more fatigued, maybe in the afternoons, not feeling as rested, feeling a little bit more irritable or that things might be affecting you more emotionally without having an obvious external trigger or stressor and just feeling like your body is acting 
separately from how your brain maybe you were <laughs> gonna say crazy <laughs> <laughs> but we don't want to use any judgment words no, like crazy <laughs> but i'm really feeling like there's a, a maybe a disconnection and not realizing why um because our hormones are the purpose of them in our body is to communicate between different organ systems and so they're sending mixed signals when they're out of balance and so that's where there's sort of a disconnect between if you're feeling a disconnect between what you're eating and how you're exercising and then how your body's responding if it's responding differently and you're doing the same things that you had been doing and it's not working anymore or you're just not feeling that energy or mood being stable without changing anything then hormones would be something to start to look at. Okay, so how do we go about then kind of restarting to reconnect the all the systems talking to each other in a way that's, you know, easily and gracefully and natural? Oh, I love that you use those words, easefully and gracefully and natural, because I what we don't want to do is strong, forceful, 180 degree turns type of interventions, like radically changing your whole diet to be really restrictive or um, all, or trying a very strict supplement regimen. It's more to, to allow your hormones to do what they're trying to do and to balance, really trying to simplify things and go back to nature. Look at if you're having energy level, issues, look at the type of exercise you're doing, maybe change the type of time of day that you're doing the exercise. If you can going more towards restful exercise, yoga and stretching and walking in nature more than an intense, like hit workout to try to lose weight. Cause your body's going to not react that well to that. And if our hormones are changing, looking at some of the things that if you're a woman that you might've done to try to balance the symptoms before, such as having more caffeine or sugar in the afternoon for energy, trying to decrease that and just have caffeine in the morning if possible, and then switch to more gentler forms of energizing drinks in the afternoons. Try to stay away from alcohol, or if you're going to have alcohol, not to have it after 7 PM because sleep issues are common for women as their hormones are changing and alcohol exaggerates that more so so really looking at basics and trying to be more gentle and kind to your body and that because then when you take out those external influences then you can get the real signals of what your hormones are doing and trying to tell you and find out where they're out of balance beautiful so how I mean is there a way to kind of internally take in some stuff that will naturally balance our hormones Or do we need to kind of know exactly what's going off in our hormones in order to rebalance them internally? There are core practices that women can do no matter where they are on the hormone spectrum, whether they're just starting perimenopause or in the middle of it or postmenopause. And that's uh, one layer of what I like to tell women of things to do. It's naturally going to help your body make the hormones that you need no matter what phase you're in and help your body process them better and balance them that those practices are besides what I had already mentioned (laughs) making sure that you're getting enough fiber so having closer to 40 grams of fiber a day whether that's coming from whole grains or fruits or vegetables or beans or even supplements if needed 
because that actually helps your digestive system uh, bind up extra hormones like testosterone and estrogen. So if they are excess, your body would know if they're if you have too much, and then your gut can help with you having a fiber to balance that. The other things to do would be to focus on feeding your liver well. Mm. So besides taking out the alcohol and the sugar, if you're feeding your liver well with vegetables like beets and artichokes, and then the cruciferous family like Brussels sprouts, cabbage, broccoli, cauliflower, kale, arugula. I mention arugula a lot to my patients if they if they don't really like having the broccoli or the cauliflower, if it causes too much gas, then arugula and radishes are good uh, cruciferous vegetables that don't do that as much. But those, all of those vegetables help the liver process your hormones, decide your liver is sort of the gatekeeper of how much you need and how much you need, don't need. And so when you're going through hormone transitions in perimenopause and menopause, the liver is central to that. So the more that you feed your liver so it can do its job well, Mm -hmm. along with the gut, that helps to balance the hormones as they're kind of changing erratically through perimenopause and menopause. And of course, on the other side, there are, are more specific things to do if someone went down the road of hormone testing and evaluation and then actually seeing if there is an imbalance in the hormones. Love that. So, uh, you know, it might seem kind of like, duh, but we don't do it enough. It's like fiber, eat healthy, whole foods, sleep, water. Like uh, these are really simple, but yet powerful things that we can do to keep our body in alignment from start to finish, no matter where we are. Right. And they're simple and and not expensive in most cases. And it's more that those are, besides the liver being a gatekeeper, I mean, those are the main obstacles. If you're not doing those things, as far as hydration and fiber and enough rest, it really doesn't matter whatever higher level or more specific or fancy intervention you do, such as the fancy exercise program or, or nutrition plan. If you don't have that base set, the body's not going to respond to it. And so we always need to start with those basics, even if they sound like, duh, or like boring, or they're not as powerful enough, but they really are. I love that. Um, Where do you see women falling down in their health after 40? Like, where, where do you see the big theme of, uh, what are you guys doing here? Unfortunately, I do see too much of a focus on weight loss and weight management and then doing more extreme things in an effort for that. Because when we're where our hormones are changing when women are over 40, they change in a way that we do have a shift in where we deposit fat and that's a reality. But it doesn't but they don't shift necessarily in a way to gain pounds or gain weight. So there's kind of um it's hormones aren't necessarily responsible for that, but there's a lot of talk. Uh, let's say on the internet or in consumer type of medicine that it is a hormone imbalance and that's the reason. And then people are recommending to do things that are a little too extreme to try to do that. Yeah. And if you're not starting with the basics anyway, that's even going to be even harder. Right. It 
And one thing that we have working against us or maybe in our society or just for women that are end up in this situation in middle age is chronic stress. And mm. because chronic stress does accelerate the hormone shifts in perimenopause. So it makes perimenopause symptoms come on earlier, which is why I tend to work with a lot of women in between the ages of 35 and and 47 a lot where when we're you normally might be thinking of menopause medicine we're thinking women around 50 to 54 so I'm seeing women earlier with perimenopause changes because of chronic stress and also the way that chronic stress shifts our hormones it does in our metabolism it makes it more damaging if we did something more extreme in our in our diet and nutrition to try to lose weight because it, it further depletes our, our body and it, it puts our body in further stress mode. What do, is there anything nutritionally wise that we can do to kind of combat that stress? I mean, I know that there's other things, but is there anything you recommend through nutrition? Yes. And uh, unfortunately, it's, it's not what your brain is telling you to do when you're under stress. So your brain is telling I mean, you- it's not the ice cream? <laughs> right. Your brain is telling you, feed me some sugar fast. We'll get through this. And or give me some caffeine, keep the adrenaline up. But really what's most helpful under chronic stress is protein, whether it's animal protein or plant protein in smaller portions than most Americans are accustomed to eating, but smaller portions of protein throughout the day, maybe four or five times a day, because that helps to stabilize our blood sugar and our insulin levels, which tend to swing more drastically one way or the other when we're under chronic stress. And so that helps to, and if you're able to get small portions of protein throughout the day, that will prevent those cravings for sugar or caffeine. So small things of protein, we're, we're not just talking about little pieces of, sorry, I see, I just see someone throwing me little pieces of meat, (laughs) but besides like little pieces of meat, there's, you know, nuts have protein. What are some other things that contain protein that we can take these little bitty mini meals. So if you're looking for snacks, it would be a quarter cup of nuts or a few tablespoons of hummus with vegetables or seed crackers. Um, Most people don't realize, I mean, beans and lentils also have protein. So you could have even a small portion, just a half of cup on on beans or lentils on a salad or in a soup. And that's a good amount for that that meal. Uh, Green peas which most people, and green beans, which most people think of a vegetable, not a protein, but they are in that bean and lentil family and they do have the same amount of protein. So even if you're having those as part of your salads or vegetable meals, that's adding a little bit of protein without having to add some of the other forms of protein like nuts or animal meats that are bringing fats along with them. Good. That's really good. I never knew about the stream beans and the beans and I love stream beans. So that really works for me. I can't do the hummus unless you want to, you know, take me to the hospital with an itchy move in my mouth. Um, But I love everything that you're saying. So as we're kind of wrapping up, first of all, let's give out your website. How do we know you? Sure. You can we get more of your goodness. You can find me online at dramandatracy.com. And you can find out how to work with me there. I also have a blog where I share healthy recipes and other nutritional and lifestyle tips for hormone management there. Uh, Social media, I am at Amanda Tracy ND 
So as a naturopathic doctor on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And that's where you can find me. That's a lot of places. What is the one thing you want people to remember from our conversation today, which I thoroughly enjoyed A and B, I'm going to go to the store and get me some stream beans. I love that. I'm going to up my protein, everyone. I'm going to get more sleep. I'm going to drink more water, which is so hard for me. So hard for me. And I'm going to meditate more or walk more. Well, I walk a lot right now. So maybe I'll just do some other sort of de-stressing technique. But what's the one thing you want to leave us with today? Uh, All of those basics are so important. The sleep, water, and movement and realizing that the consistency is what matters. So to not be upset if you have two or three days here or there where you fall off and you're too busy, your things happen, life happens. And it's more about the consistency and uh, throughout the month that helps with that. And then I would say keeping in mind just two foods to eat per day, just one food from that cruciferous family a day and one of those alternative proteins per day. And then Love you can that. I like feel like check, check. I got those two things done and I'm helping my hormones. You could do it in breakfast. Get it right out of the way. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you so much for spending time with us today. And as we leave, I want to ask you my last question, which is, if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? Breathe. Nice. It's a good one. Yeah. I want to thank you so much. Thanks so much for adding to my wisdom today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answer by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about your soul's answers and your purpose, you can access your free guide at themissofpurpose.com. Please feel free to share this podcast with your community, leave a comment or contact me directly. But most of all, don't forget to reach out to these amazing guests because you will not be sorry. Okay, everyone. Bye for now. Electric Acid. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid.